0: Tour,
1: tour, tour, tour junkies. Welcome to the Golf Betting Show for the Wyndham Championship. We are the Tour Junkies. We're talking outrights. We're talking top 20s. Going to be a good night tonight. I'm back. I'm back in the saddle. Uh, I don't like to apologize to all my haters for coming back, for surviving my trip to the Dominican Republic. I know yeah. you all enjoyed having Pat to your lonesome last week. Pat, you did a fantastic job filling in Thank you. On I appreciate all the that. Thank you for that. I, I am. I, yeah. I got it. I had to be honest, if I were going down the board, my eyeballs would stop at Lee Hodges and, and the guy who won and just go, how is my boy Pat? How? H- how? 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 Why? 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 Why was Pat not on Lee Hodges for the first time all year in a trash field? I was asking myself that in the Dominican. I I don't know. I, I
2: really don't know. I mean, I had talked about him at the open championship. I gave you those, you kind of had like some raised eyebrows when I mentioned them as like just a kind of a sneaky top 20 because of how well he had played at the Scottish Open then he misses a cut. This is what happens, DB. Yeah. This is what happens when you let recency bias screw with your mind and then you just throw them out of everything. I even mentioned them on the betting show, I believe. I don't have a clip of it or anything because I don't know how to do that. But if I did, I'd bring it up right
1: now and I'd say, yeah, I did mention them. I just didn't put them on the card. But uh, it's, there's been a lot yeah. of guys that we've talked up that we've lot, neither one of us has been on, and it's it's painful. It's painful when that happens, but hopefully, plenty of green screens were had, plenty of you know, um, uh, plenty of betting tickets were, were hit. I, I know the people love it when I do this, so I'll, I'll give a little bit of of uh, postmortem here, DFS postmortem on the 3M, and tell you a couple couple things about it. By the way, as always, we're presented to you by our friends at leaderboard Uh, i want to show this too actually i'm going to share i'm going to share my screen here real quick leaderboard just updated this new thing and i freaking love it look at how cool this is wait a minute where is it window 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 here it is oh that's not that's not what i was going to show you that's uh that's behind the scenes of the of the nut hut right there look at the the leaderboard app right here look at this area so now, if you're, if you're in the Leaderboard app and you are a group member of the Tour Junkies group, which you should be, as soon as you sign up, you, you need to be a, a group member, you should see now your rounds automatically upload through a new Leaderboard bot built in Discord, and we are the guinea pigs testing this for them, and it's gone fantastic so far. It's gotten rave reviews. Your round is automatically posted. Here's me yesterday, played around. Yeah, I got uh, one in there. little 41-41. The green circles are pars. Here are the birdies. I only had one birdie yesterday. Uh, one exclamation point's a bogey. Two's a, a double. Let's, uh, let's see. An SOS, is, I, that makes me laugh, is a triple or more. Did you have one in there yesterday? No, I was okay. one of the first ones. That oh, got yeah, you are an early one. Let's see if we can find you here. Yeah. Uh, where's old P? Where's he at? By the, the way, person. Jack Calby is playing golf every day, and it pisses me off. Jack needs to stop it. It's unbelievable. Oh, here he is. Yeah, Tour Junkies Pat, the first one yeah oh what 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 just happened that just skipped me i'm sorry hang on hang on we'll get there this is great this is great okay now i don't know where i am i don't know i don't know
2: i'm lost <laughs> all of a sudden it just threw you three months ago or something hold on there, there it is okay a little there. forty-four, forty-five. uh it was a very disappointing round it was i was struggling parts. a little bit db the wife was out of town uh and had a few the night before mm. it was a struggle Um, It should have been more pars, though. It really should have. Actually, number nine was... I mean, number 18 was a fantastic bogey. I hit it in the water off the tee and then ended up making a bogey. I was pretty excited about Mm. that.
1: That is a good one. I mean, a bogey save with a drop is always a good thing. Uh, All right, talking about the 3M, just to recap some stuff. I mean, I think overall... uh, Listen, I am so happy I did not... I was in the Dominican last week. By the way, that was my first experience I can remember. I guess maybe... no, Scotland. I don't. D- the Dominican is locked up, dude. They, they locked up up there. I-, I couldn't get on any website, like a-, a DFS or gambling website. Couldn't even go on the website mm-hmm. to look. Like, you couldn't even look. They were like, no, you're not doing that. Um, there's a lot of other things you can do in the Dominican, but you're not going to do that. I-, I could not even attempt to even look at anything, odds or anything, while I was there. And I'm, I'm actually grateful for it because had I played the 3M last week, I'm sure I would have gotten absolutely just drug through embarrassingly with no no six of sixes and probably no even five of sixes there was only two percent of most lineups got six of six through the chalk absolutely bombed including our chalk bomb in the email yeah. shout out joe by the way yeah. uh, whoever that knucklehead was that sent us an email it always cracks that me. that was fantastic <laughs> it cracks me up it's like every now and then we get one email reply from on the chalk bomb when it drops on wednesday from some ding dong it's like you're freaking crazy if you think so-and-so should be the chalk bomb, and then it never fails. Like If you send that email, your ass is grass. Because yeah. if you send that, and we never reply. We never reply right off the bat, especially. Yeah. We just wait. And, and somebody did that yesterday, last week. They were like, Lucas Glover, you're crazy. What did Lucas Glover do? He missed a shot by one. He missed, yep. missed a cut by one, probably because you sent that email. So, yeah. Uh, there were some five of six lineups that had Hodges that even took down GPPs. Your perfect lineup would have been Hodges, Streelman. God, this is, this is just a filthy lineup. Hodges, Streelman, Poston, Laird, Keith Mitchell, D. Wu. You'd have scored around 728 points. You would have only spent 44.8K in your DK salary. 44.8. Wonderful. You would have had two 8K players, three 7K players, and a 6K players. And one 6K player. Wow. That would have been. I mean, you, you can seriously get similar this week. I really, uh, think yeah, so. yeah. I'm kind of. I'm starting to preface this here. Uh, only three of the top ten highest DraftKings point scores were owned over ten percent, and the highest one was at sixteen percent. Chalk bombed. So right. anyway, there's a bunch of other tidbits that I left in the nut hut in the research thread for the three M recap. Doing that for you every single week. Um, that's for DFS. Why am I even talking about that? This is the betting show. That, see Pat, you're supposed to rein me in right here. Why did I, I do that? Know. I don't know. I'm I mean, rusty. It was good information. <laughs> it is, but it's, it, these are the betting people. Now I'm gonna have to repeat that on the DFS show. God dang it! Just say say go back to the betting
2: show the first five six minutes, and then you can do it that way. I'm
1: rusty. What can I say? I'm sorry. I don't know what to no. do. Um, nobody in the chat stopped you. Yeah, I don't know. Supposed to be listening too. Oh shout out a- well okay I'm gonna save this AK come- well shout out AK the power fate article four straight miscuts. See now that
2: should wait till the de-
1: de- I know, I know, but that's a good one. That's a good one and AK and this yeah. is live and AK's in here now. Okay. Um let's talk about the Wyndham, pat. Why is Tom Kim not here?
2: What is he doing? I don't know. I mean maybe he really you know he's, he was on a broken leg apparently at the open. Was he really? Well, I mean if he's not here right now, that's gotta be the reason. Even though he did play okay.
1: What'd he do? He slip on a Cheeto in his apart in his little rental place in the at the in England? There's no way. Grade four that. high ankle sprain, is that real,
3: DT? Is that real? Do we know that? That's
1: insane. It, Grade it, four. If if that's if the source of that is that golf injury thing on Twitter, I don't know that I buy any of it. That guy's been yeah, that that guy. He's gone. He's gone too far. You know, how sometimes things are just too far. Yeah, I think he, I agree.
2: Is anybody going to tell me what's wrong with Kisner? <laughs>
1: I just like is he hurt? Um, did you see Instagram this week? By the way, his personal one, not nah. his player one, but his personal one. Nah. Um. He just he's doing his thing, man. He's doing his thing. He's he's having family time. He's growing a beard. Um, he's a maybe he's maybe he's he's like the the butterfly you drew on your face earlier. He's in the cocoon stage. He's in a he uh, could be. He's in one of those um what do they call them? a um a chrysalis. Thank you. Shout out HG. A chrysalis. I was yeah. gonna say a Chrysler, but that, that's not it. Maybe he's in a chrysalis, waiting to waiting to bloom out. You would think it would be here at Sedgefield, huh? If you were if you were feeling any good, you'd think he'd show up here. Well,
2: I did see where like I guess when he he withdrew from the Travelers, he made a comment because they asked him. I was looking, I was just trying to figure this out today, and they they asked him like, you know, do you care to comment on why you're not why you withdrew? Because oh, that was that the one he withdrew after nine holes or whatever. I don't know, I don't remember. And he, he basically just said because I suck
1: at golf right now. <laughs> That's all he said. And he's like, all right, uh, yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know about Tom Kim. I that that's very strange that it was that bad. It just didn't seem that bad. And then he played well, didn't he? Like he didn't he kind of play well. Toward, yeah, like even with the did. injury.
2: Um, By the way, the podcast juice is back. We've seen. Uh, I saw. I saw that in the chat. You know, because the last few shows, DB. Uh, we've we've
1: done way too early. Yeah, we've day. done them early. Yeah. You know, this one, I I mean, I literally texted Pat earlier. And I said, I'm I'm just letting you know. Plantitos. I got I I'm heading your way. I'm in route. I am yeah. in I've printed the directions from MapQuest. I've got it in my dash and I am going to town. So I'm here. Although this is not Tito's. It's Tequila Tequila, but oh, we had a lot of that at Troubadour. <laughs> um yeah. yeah. So I'm going to get there. The DFS show I'm, gonna, I'm I should be good. But I mean hopefully by the end of this one. I mean I'm I'm ready to go. It, it, we haven't done our normal schedule of of the, both shows at night in a while. Um, by the way, you, you got to get on the leaderboard app. I know I mentioned it, but it's a great app. It's a beautiful app, and uh, the Android app is dropping very soon. Join the Tour Junkies group. It's free to download. The link is in the description. Apparently, that was a big thing last week. One eight hundred link in the description. You can click that and um, and and sign up. Check it out. Help keeps track of your own game, your own stats. It pushes all your scores to the USGA app, so you don't even have to. And the USGA app takes not just the scores, but also the stats, so you don't have to maintain both. You can just do the leaderboard thing. Quite easy, and it is, uh, it's a great app, too, for gambling on the golf course with your friends. Keeps track of all the dots, handicap holes, who owes who what, different kinds of money games. It's a great app. We appreciate Leaderboard for supporting us and uh, would, would encourage you to click the link in the description. So, Tom Kim's not here. Uh, I guess who is here is the, is the question. The, the question is who is here? Who is here is Sung Jay. Let's talk about the top of the board, Pat. Sung Jay, Hideki, Sam Burns, Russell Henley, Shane Lowry, Adam Scott, Siwoo Kim make up the top of the board at 25 to 1 ish or shorter range. Obviously, the FedEx Cup thing is a big story this week. We're going to be talking about where people stand in the FedEx Cup. I, mm-hmm. I do think, and I wrote this up in our, in our article for the PJ Tour this week, although it's not, it's not released yet, drops on Tuesday. A lot's getting talked about the top 70 because obviously the top – and the top 70 is the most important one. You, it gets you in the playoffs. It, it continues your season. You don't finish yeah. in the top 70 after this week, you're done until September. If uh, you get, You're, you're, you're going to focus on that top
2: 50, getting into those elevated
1: yeah baby yeah baby the top 50 i think it's kind of a game within the game I, yeah I, I don't think it's the like as huge a deal but you got to know these guys are going to be like these guys are thinking about it the, the top 50 guarantee you a spot in the elevated or designated or whatever elevated at aided events they are next year you're mm-hmm. guaranteed a spot there the top 51 through 70 or not get are not guaranteed that so i think that's another kind of interesting point um so you've got that factor. Sedgefield. We know Sedgefield. We don't have to go over Sedgefield. Of course, mm-hmm. we've seen for a long time. We know the kind of winters that show up here. Um, the weather looks kind of, I mean, it looks kind of, it looks like we're going to get some rain. S- things are going to soften up. Uh, the wind is starting to pick up a little bit on Thursday, I see now, actually. But, um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, don't think it's, I don't think it's anything that you should hold on to your units for at the moment. Maybe save a few, but. Let's get into it. What who do you like at the top of the board, P? Yeah, I mean,
2: I tell you, what I don't like is Sungjae. I don't want to. I don't, don't want to bet Sungjae as a favorite. I just don't. I mean, he's just not. He's not doing Sungjae things lately. Um, if, if you think about just looking at his last twelve rounds, driving accuracy is terrible. Um, scrambling's awful. Putting's not great. Um, he's just not driving the ball well at all right now, which is really. What kind of is his bread and butter that sets his game up so well is when he is driving it good, which Mm -hmm. he typically does. So I don't like Sungjae. I do like Hideki a lot. I think and and I think twenty if you can get twenty to one, which I've seen on a couple sites, I think BetMGM has him still at twenty to one. Um, I, I do like Hideki up here. Um, outside of that, like Burns concerns, man. Everybody always talks about him on Bermuda greens. Not really ready to play him. Henley, a lot of people have been playing lately, but I just don't he just hasn't been great. Henley? Um
3: I feel
1: like Henley. Henley's
2: been pretty solid. Not really. Look at his he missed a cut at the open.
1: Yeah. I mean I kind of chalked.
2: Thirty fifth at the John Deere. And
1: then didn't he miss a cut before that when he was really chalky? Nineteenth at the Travelers. Fourteenth at the U.S. Open, sixteenth Memorial, sixteenth Colonial, nineteenth Heritage, fourth Masters. The guy's been freaking killing it. Maybe it's just the John Deere where he was very chalky, and T thirty five isn't going to cut he, it. That that's what that's exactly what you're thinking about. Um, yeah, but I mean, the to, to dude, you am you know, We talked about we talked a lot about Burns this morning on the first look show. We talked about Henley. And I, I went to the drawing board today. I did some research. I started running models and stuff. I did a, I did a different kind of model thing this, this week than I have been. Because you know what? Why not? I should just change stuff up. You know? I should. It's, I'm down so many freaking units at this point. I just should. Um, and, and Henley really popped. Like Hen, Henley really popped in the, old, in the old model that I did. Um, obviously, the record here is, is insanely good. Yeah, he has a good record here. We did see him win in, in November. Um, the approach play has been tremendous since the players, I guess, or since the Masters. He hits fairways. The only reason he's he lost any strokes off the tee in any recent events is because he's not long, but you don't have to be here. And the putter is kind of the putter, but it, it's he does at least love Bermuda. So. I actually think Russell Henley, like, I, I understand that you could feel a little shame in gambling on Russell Henley at 22 to 1. I get that. Like, but I am kind of done being shamed out of bets. Do you feel that way? Do you get, do you feel shame sometimes when you bet a certain player? Yeah, you- I mean, yeah, but he, here's kind of what I'm done with is, is some of these players. <laughs>
2: Just, like, Russell Henley, I don't feel like I'm putting him on the betting card and he's winning. I hate to say it. I don't feel like Shane Lowry's going on the betting card, and he's winning. Adam Scott is not going on the betting card, and he's not winning. This week, the betting card, is, the winner is coming up to like sixty to one. That's that's where. So, it's coming. so your
1: betting card is going to look like my betting card.
2: It's going to be balls more than likely. Yeah, I don't, I don't see me betting any of the favorites
1: this week. Okay. Well, out of M Hideki Burns, Henley, Lowry, Scott, Siwu, Hideki you, and Siwu, see, Hideki and Siwu. Yeah. Yeah, we talked a lot about Burns and, and I think Burns God Burns the thing about Burns is just so much there's so much belief in him if he's having a good week. And like if I said if I told you somebody in this range
3: won by Lee Hodges margins, won by seven shots,
1: I would say it was probably Sam Burns. It would be because oh he 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 his irons actually you know made it on the flight and he found them in baggage claim and he just putted like he normally does and he beat the hell out of everybody. I could see that with Burns. I can't see that with anybody else at the top.
0: That's so, the only thing.
3: Yeah.
2: So let's let's go back to Russell Henley. So if you look at Russell Henley's last three years, T5, T7, T9, three, three top ten. Okay, he's what? What are you getting him, 20 to 1, 22 to 1? 22. And then let's drop to see Wu. He withdrew last year. I, I don't know why. I don't remember. But then this is the three years before that, T2, T3, five. So mm-hmm. three top fives. Who would you rather have in this golf tournament? Siwoo Kim or Russell
1: Henley? Siwoo's, I mean, I, I guess Siwoo's in that Sam Burns category well, it, where it does feel like, I mean, listen, if I'm talking about trusting one of these guys to close the door on a tournament, it is Siwoo over Russell Henley. You are correct. Um, and, you get, and you get a little bit better and odds. And you get a little better odds. I guess you're right. I mean, it kind of just, but damn, Russell just checks all the boxes. He checks them all. Yeah, I know. That's... And Wu scares everybody too a little
2: bit, you know. He can, he can yeah. be a little bit. Well, but also we know that Siwoo's history is when he go. I mean, he's on courses that, you know, he seemed. I mean, three straight top five finishes is is uh, not a bad thing for Siwoo. He he, no. he likes the place. Yeah.
1: Um, you mentioned Lowry. I talked about him a good bit uh, this morning as well because I, I was seeing him at thirty three to one. According to this site, he's still thirty three to one on MGM. He's twenty two everywhere else. I wasn't all that interested at twenty two, but at thirty three, like that feels. You know, that that does feel pretty good. I that guess. feels oh. really good. <laughs> like if you're talking long term, he is possibly the best player. I mean, I guess maybe Hideki is the best player in this field over the last, let's say, let's call it a year to two years. It's probably Hideki. I guess Burns maybe has some, you know, some, some win equity there on, on uh, Shane Lowry. But, I mean, he's in the top three. And, you know, I know he doesn't have much to speak of in terms of record here, but he's a tremendous iron player. Good off, you know, good off the tee. Good, good combo of really distance and accuracy off the tee. It's all about the putter um Bermuda's not his thing but 33 if you can still get a 33 on shane lowry i actually think that that there's value in that number to me
2: yeah i i would agree there i mean when i was looking at it i'm sitting here and looking at the first three books are all at 22 yeah or 20 on one so now i see adding bet in gm
3: here at 33 to one yeah at twenty two, I'm not interested. Yeah. So, tra- so Siwoo. So we're gonna do Siwoo, huh?
2: I am. Yeah. I'm gonna do Hideki and Siwoo. I and don't know. I'm, I don't
1: I'm, know that I. I don't know that I feel good enough about Hideki's putter. In. A birdie, a birdie fest. I mean, the winning score has been 20 under here every year since 2016, with the exception of the year Kisner won is at 15. Um, I think if this rain comes, course is going to be soft as soft as all get out. Probably going to be ball in hand
3: at if, if the slightest sniff of rain. I just don't know if I trusted decky to make all those damn birdies.
1: I mean, he's hitting it well. Uh, you said this about Sep. <laughs> I did it. say that about Sep at the John are you're, No, you're exactly right. And then he almost shot a 59. Yeah. Um. Thanks for digging up old wounds, by the way, Pat. Sorry. You sorry, that. About that. That. <laughs> sorry about that. Sorry about that. Was mean. That God. was mean. Good looking out. Uh, okay. Well, 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 let's move on. Um. Next kind of range is ugh, you know Justin Thomas at 28
3: to one. I mean, I don't know what to do
2: with JT. I, I it's 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 kind of this is feeling similar to to Speed when Speed kind of started taking that little little dive a few years ago. Like I'm, as a matter of fact, I'm surprised Chalk Bomb Ben has not gotten onto this JT thing because you know he was the one on the Jordan Speed deal. You remember this? I, mean, I know your ter- your memory's terrible. No. <laughs> But Jordan Speath was like he he was like always texting us these these different stats about how bad Jordan Speath was. And I'm surprised that Ben's not doing this about
1: JT. Well, because we're not talking up JT. Like I, I think at that yeah. time we were wanting to play Spieth. We were we weren't we yeah. weren't we weren't willing to trust the slump. I think we But
2: I still to I still wanna play JT. I don't necessarily trust the slump yet. But I think it's probably stupid not to, to be honest.
1: I'm not. I'm. I'm not in the slightest interested. I'm not, and and I don't think we're on the. I'm not. I don't necessarily believe it's like that. We're on the precipice of an absolute. You know,
2: Ricky Fowler slump. Yeah,
1: I. I, I don't know that it's that. I, I mean, I actually think. I think JT probably makes a cut this week. I bet he makes a cut. But I, I think his upside is. I mean, I. And I know this is crazy to say about JT, but. Given the current state of his game, you know, a top twenty to twenty-five finish I think is doable. But I don't necessarily believe in a lot more than that being doable. It feels like a good spot for he, him. He's gotta have it. He's gotta have it for yeah. the FedEx Cup. He's gotta have it for Ryder Cup. Dude, I mean, surely he can probably see the chatter going on you know in on social i mean he's on twitter i think he yeah, tweeted he's, today he, I mean, he's he got to see all these people that are like talking about how he shouldn't be on the Ryder cup
3: Oh, i'm sure he does yeah um
1: i said it this morning i want to see if it's still out there yeah I, i'm actually kind of surprised it's still there maybe makes me maybe makes me wonder if i'm if i'm wrong here but i, I don't know how it could be wrong like how is JT Posting
3: at 40 to 1? Like,
1: okay, he's, he's 40 to 1 on FanDuel points bet right now. He's, let's just go to DK. He's 35 to 1 on DK. He's a past champion. He's playing incredibly well right now. Incredibly well. Why, tell me why he's the same odds as
3: Steven Yeager. I mean, We'll talk about Danny McCarthy, but Ludwig a. Berg? Justin Thomas. I would take him over all of them. I'll take him
2: over every one of those
1: guys. I now mean, he's yeah. I mean, what wh- what is the deal with that?
2: Yeah, I don't I don't know. I, I immediately wrote him down at forty to one when I saw him at that. I, I just think he's he's playing very well right now. We've seen it coming. As a matter of fact, I almost texted you last week, even though you were. You were in the the DR, not even able to look at any of this, and, and got mad at you for not having posted on your card because you've been on him for a little bit as you kind of got back on him early as he was starting to come out of his little funk. He missed a lot of cuts in a row. Yep. Um, I can't really so. he's been really solid lately. Yeah. Um, and I, th- I don't see how that doesn't continue this week either, despite what happened at the end of yesterday's round, which. <laughs> I, I gotta say i don't i didn't necessarily agree with jt huh i saw his i didn't agree with jt i saw his tweet about like he's trying to win the golf tournament he's four shots behind on the
1: last hole you're not winning the golf tournament at that point dude it is cost benefit analysis it, that's all this is and and tell me if i'm wrong what do you think is more likely okay because all he could do is control what he could control, right? He can't, he can't control Lee Hodges. Well, how many shots? Like, hold on, hold on. Set the
2: stage. How many shots behind was he on 18? He's
1: three shots back. Three okay, shots I back. It, I was thinking he was four, but anyway. He okay, was three, three shots back, okay? Okay. What's more likely for JT Poston in second place, three shots back, standing on the final hole that's a par five, 540 yards, that's very gettable, does have trouble. It has obviously shown water, to be a difficult right? hole, right? Yeah. What's more likely? If I, if, I, if I look at you and I say, Pat, you got to take one side of this bet, which side do you want? That he triples or that he makes an eagle?
3: Which side do you take? Uh, I, I guess I could take the eagle. Right. If he doubles the hole, if he doubles the hole, he knows. I, I, I still am in solo second. I lose nothing if I double. Nothing.
1: He's got, he's got to know that even if I hit it in the there. water, I'm, I'm JT Post. Like, I'm not going to make a triple on the hole. And he, had, he missed a five-foot, one-inch putt to make triple, which JT Poston is one of the I, best putters on the PJ Tour in the world. The chances of him missing that five-footer are so slim. I, I get that.
2: But here, here's the thing. You are you, – your odds of winning a golf tournament when you are three shots behind are very, yes, very small. And here's the thing. All Lee Hodges has to do is exactly what he did. Right. Hit a fairway – or well, he missed it. He missed the fairway, sorry. Hit it out into the fairway after you missed the fairway. Yeah. You got 120-something yards into whatever it is hit a good iron shot and two-putt for par, which he actually hit a great iron shot and birdie, right? So, But that's all you got to do. That's all you got to do. Poston has to do, like, hit literally an amazing second shot for him
1: just to give himself
2: a It doesn't, it's
1: not that, it wouldn't have to be that amazing. He was like 212 to the hole off the tee.
2: But then you're still going for an eagle, which is going to put you one behind. I know. I mean, so, One of JT like, Poston's... I, I'm not trying to say... like, I am not about trying to play scared. I like Poston's mentality. Yeah. I just don't... So there's two parts to this. I love the mentality of trying to win. I get that. But in this situation, I didn't think... Like, I still think you have to try to play a little bit smart for a lot of reasons, and there's a lot of dollars behind it.
1: But I think but- he had the room. In his mind, he has the room, knowing that I can make a double. I can still make a seven. Do you know how often he makes a seven on a par five? Even, uh-uh. if, he, even if he has to take a penalty shot. I, I can make a seven and, and lose nothing. On the off chance that I make a three, and weird slash golf happens to Lee Hodges, which happened just a couple of weeks ago, kind of, to one of JT's buddies, Room, roommates when they travel, Sepstraka Straka on the final hole with like a wedge in his hand. He had like 140 yards, 150 yards in his hand, yeah. hit it in the water with, with a chance to, to shoot 59. If JT's thinking about that, he's like, you never know. Like, Lee Hodges trying to win his first golf tournament. He could shank it from 115 yards out.
3: Yes? Okay, I got, can you? I- I wasn't gonna interrupt it's you. not up here, I can tell you that <laughs> um jeez, what was I saying? <laughs> apparently your <laughs> wife's looking for cash yeah he, you? i i just i just think
1: I just think that okay two hundred sixty thousand dollars whatever he's won thirteen million dollars on course in his PGA tour career. that's not off the course. That's not endorsements. 13 million, 260? And his bring home of that is gonna be something very different after he okay, cuts everybody I mean, a piece. And it's all about him. The decision is his. But, but if he wins that tournament, if he somehow makes a playoff, because Lee Hodges does something squirrely and he makes an eagle, and not only does he win you know, 1.4, whatever it was, but there's all these incentives built in these guys' sponsorship contracts. He, he levels up there. He becomes even more marketable. He does all kinds of stuff. I, I just think if I got room to play and I'm JT Post and I know I can make a seven, so be it. I'll make a seven. I mean, hell, when, when he drops, he's hitting three. He could lay up. He, he wouldn't even have to hit the, the third shot that he hit on the green. He could have laid up. Yeah, I mean. Hit four on, two putted.
2: Still would have been fine. I, I mean, look, I get what you're saying, but kind of, you kind of read the room a little bit, too, with when you're out there. he has been He's actually played, what, twice in that tournament with Lee Hodges? Didn't he play Saturday and Sunday together?
1: Uh, I think so. And, and, and Lee's dialed. I get it. And he's dialed the whole damn time. Like, he's not making mistakes at all.
2: Like, you can't just all of a sudden say, well, maybe on 18, he's finally going to do something terrible. And I get when well, you're trying to win. A, you're trying to win a golf Strzokka tournament. Was a
1: Strzokka know, was shooting a 59. Strzokka was shooting a 59. He was unstoppable. I know, but at some
2: point, I think you're just like, hey, look. I got a good solid second right here. Let the man win the golf tournament and not, you know, back it up all the way with the triple. You're still opening up triple into the whole equation, which should have never even been in the equation. You didn't put the whole like Einstein equation together on what's going to happen on eighteen, and say, "Hmm, here's the triple." You know he never could have even imagined that triple was going to happen. You know, what? I felt like I, listen, I think it was a little backtracking with what he said, and you know, I love JT Poston. I love the fact that he was aggressive as hell, but nobody's going to get there and make that kind of mistake and just say, "You know, I was an idiot. I was a bonehead. I really should have just played played
1: it." It's also a two. It was a two hundred yard shot. Like, that's not, this is not like, this is not like a 240-yard two-iron for JT. You know, this is a 200-yard shot. He was probably hitting a six-iron. So it's
2: almost worse because it's a 200-yard shot with a guy who has zero pressure because he's not trying to win a golf tournament versus a guy who's trying to win his first golf tournament ever. I'm not saying probably that, should he probably
1: should have hit a hit a money shot in there to within 15 feet from 200 yards. He should have. He clearly, I mean, he didn't, I but think, he, that, that's what he was trying to do. I don't know. I, I you know, right. what we need to do. We need to just text. We need to text him. I brought it up. We need. To, I did. I,
2: I brought it up because I thought there would be a little bit of disagreement with it. So. Part Of it was because of that. We should
1: text Fleener this whole segment and just say, Fleener, what do you think? Fleener's gonna be like, Damn, I, I wish he'd have, I wish we'd have had that extra 260. But. See,
2: I think Fleener's gonna take the op, I think he's gonna back his man and he's gonna say, Pat's an idiot and whatever else.
1: Mm, okay, well, anyway, we're betting him this week. I mean, I don't know how you don't at 40 to 1. Yeah, um, Denny McCarthy, I, I'm a little surprised yeah, yeah. he's still at 35 to 1. I he was too, at 35 to 1 on this morning, uh, or this morning at the first look show. <sighs> I mean, I think it I think you should. I think you should I think you should bet it at 35 to 1. I I agree. I mean, like does Brian Harman win I mean, and I I didn't get to come on here and do the open recap, but Brian Harman winning the open and Lee Hodges winning just really shuts up anybody who wants to say the guy can't win, he's never winning, he's blah, blah, blah. like it just I I think I'm starting to to resolve that for you to truly put a label on a, on a PGA tour player caliber player who has won at almost every level. I guarantee you if they, if they've gotten that far and they're in the, you know, I mean, I'm not talking
3: about like, maybe there's a few. Okay. If they've
1: won at all those levels, and they've made it to the PGA tour. I think you have to go a long time before you can say, yeah, that dude is actually, he, he actually can't win. He's like, Something is there. He's got a mental block. It can't happen. He, won't, he can't. He's I think in Patrick, you
2: have to, he's in Patrick Rogers' zone. And I was
1: just about to say Patrick Rogers has been doing it a long time. And when I mean, I mean like not winning a long time and been on tour for a long time. The thing, the thing that works in his advantage is that he's young. He started really young. He came out really young. And he is still very talented and he still hits the ball a long way. I'm actually not ready to put that on Patrick Rogers. Uh, that that's what I'm learning here. Mm-hmm. That like,
3: if you make it to this level, I think at any point, at any week, you can do it. I just do. Yeah, so, I mean, I. There's many of cases
1: for that. I would say. There's guys who do it better than others. Obviously, yeah. there's guys who we feel like close better than others. Um. But I'm just not gonna. I'm just. There are going to be very few players going forward that I'm going to say like that guy can't win. He's not. He's not going to win. He's never going to win. I think that's
0: I great.
2: Bet you, I bet you. I can challenge this. I'm going to challenge this in in, in the <laughs> next five minutes. I guarantee you. Hmm. I'm I'm putting this to the test. Okay. Very early on in this whole statement that you just said,
1: that was a take that just kind of came to me. I don't know. Maybe it's uh, maybe it's bad. Maybe it's wrong. Well, that, yeah. I'm sure that will be tested. Um. People who will help you win are our friends at SoBet, if you've not signed up for SoBet. I did get some clarification. I'm sorry for this, but if you click on the link in the description, you sign up using code TJ, and the link should pre-fill. The code should pre-fill when you hit the link. After, at the end, when you're putting in your, your billing information, if you put in TJ trial, all one word, TJ trial, that will give you your first month for free. You can also cancel at any time. They've now assembled 40 plus Handicappers with the expectation of having 50 by the time football season starts, and people are winning money easily on SoBet every single day. It is a one stop platform for all your betting needs, every sport you can think of. Multiple handicappers, all vetted, all proven, all putting down explanations and unit assignments for every play they make and being transparent whether they win or lose on SoBet. So, this isn't like following a handicapper on Twitter. So, go to SoBet, check it out, follow us um subscribe to our channel get that free month if you can it is uh you, you won't regret it I, I promise you. it's a great platform i've been making money all summer just blindly tailing baseball bets pat what are you doing are you gone or what are what are you doing uh, i'm trying to i'm having issues on the this computer oh
2: and it won't it's it's not charging so it's gonna die
0: yeah hmm.
1: Okay. Anyway, link in the description. So bet, check it out. Code TJ will prefill, and then TJ trial at the end with checkout gets you one free month. Um. Everybody's going to talk about Alex Smalley. Mm-hmm. Now Smalley's kind of steamed a little bit. He's the he's the member. Everybody talked about him last year. Numbers gone down a little bit, but not much. He's still sixty six to one on points bet, apparently, which is I think is a good value. He's come close a couple times. Obviously checks all the boxes. Don't be shamed into betting Alex Molly either. I think you bet him. Now DFS is a different conversation, but I think you bet him outright at sixty-six to one. I think the guy's close. I think he could. I think he could do it. And and nobody would love it more than his mama, who follows him around everywhere. Yeah. And she'll have all her friends there this week, I'm sure. And it'll be it'll be a beautiful thing. Everybody will be so happy.
3: I agree. Um. <laughs> Rich said Pat
1: smoking a bowl off to the side. <laughs> All right, who's some other names in here?
2: Well, I mean, I think um I'm gonna go back to Cam Davis, forty-five to one. I was there last week on him. A lot of people were still still feeling Cam Davis. Um still like Ben On. I wish we could get a little bit better putter out of Ben On, but cool. he is um That is scary. He is at forty five to one. Um but his I mean his results are pretty good recently. You look at his T yeah. three at the Scottish Open, T twenty three at the open championship um he's got a um decent history here with a third place in 2019 and a t35 in 2021 so i like him um here's where i may test you though db
3: kind of feeling bo hostler at 55 to
2: 1 ah i'm feeling bo and I think you think Bo Hostler can't win a cop tournament.
1: No. Okay. But I, I mean, listen, the, the, I'm just the telling new, you. The new take, DB, the, the new take I just delivered, would say about Bo Hostler
3: that I am not willing to write off a young man like him that still hits it pretty damn far, mm-hmm. um,
1: has always rolled it quite well. I'm not going to count a guy like that out. You know who it sounds like? It sounds like kind of Kirkland, Costco, Wyndham Clark, a guy who could hit it far and who could always roll the rock, could never figure it out with his iron. Yeah. Difference is Wyndham Clark's figured it out with his irons, and Bo Hosler has not. Um. But the guy's too young, first of all, and and too talented in other in those other two areas for me to say that. Now, do I think now he, he's only had I mean, damn, dude, his last runner-up, freaking Trump was in office. It was, it was 2018. <laughs> his last runner-up, okay? Um, I mean, it's, it's rough. It's rough. It, yeah. So I, I don't think he's close now. I, I, I don't. I don't. I'm still not. I, I am not buying Bo Hossler, and I don't understand. I think he is perpetually, perpetually overpriced in DFS and in betting. I don't
2: understand. I don't think fifty-five to one is a terrible number. You know, he's he's had some good recent results with the T twenty-six, at the John G, G the, John Gere, the John Deere, the John Deere, and the T thirteen, thirteen at the three M. Um, man. So anyway,
3: now you're gonna have to give me a second to turn this to figure out this power source situation. So you just talk. Listen, listen, people.
1: Bo Hostler's never done any of y'all any damn favors. Don't act like he has. You've been losing money on Bo Hostler for ages. Ages. You probably, you got kids now in middle school that you've been betting on Bo Hostler back when your kids weren't even born yet. Like, it just, it's just not happening. It's not happening. Right now. Right now. I gotta say right now. So, I don't like it. Fifty-five to one. I would rather have. I think Aaron Rye's an interesting name at on FanDuel around fifty to one is the best. number you can find final Aaron Rye, the iron play has been tremendous. He's had some top tens here lately. He hits plenty of fairways. I think Aaron Rye is um is a very nice, very nice option. Let's see T seventy one here last year. I don't really care. I do think like, I think Sedgefield's one of those courses that course history is a little more predictive than the average course. So they have good course history. I think that's good. If they have bad course history, I think that might say something, but I think bad course history is like three to four plus events where they've, they've sucked. I'm not going to take one event one week where Aaron Rye finished 71st and just toss it. But, um, but, but I don't think I was going to say this, but I don't think it's a hard course to figure out. Does that, does that make sense? It doesn't, it doesn't seem like it's super tricked out. It, it just is what it is. Everybody s- plays to similar spots in the fairway. Um, and you, it's Bermuda. So you do kind of find out over time who's comfortable on Bermuda. And if you have a bad record here, it could be indicative that you are not. If you overachieve here, it could be indicative that you do like Bermuda. But I, I just think, right, I'm not going to chalk up, a, I'm not going to worry about the 71st place finish. With Aaron Wright, um, the guys played great. Colonial, 12th, that's a shorter course. RBC Canadian, you don't have to bomb it. Third. um, Rocket Mortgage, top 10 finish. Like The irons have really, really peaked, and he's put the putter together for the last few events, which that's been his issue. So, I mean, he's gained strokes in, in at least four of his last five. I don't know what he did at the miscut in the Genesis Scottish, but I mean, I kind of throw out the Genesis Scottish. Those surfaces, those conditions are so different. But his last four events on the PJ Tour, he's actually gained strokes. That's that's something for Aaron Rye. So I like him a lot at 50 to 1. Let's check on
3: Pat. Pat? Hi. Are we good? Yeah. Okay. I'm good. I I'm getting power to the computer now. Thank the Lord. Okay. I feel like I can speak English again. Good. Um anybody I, else in this range? Uh
2: I think that's it. Um, I'm tempted by Nikolai Hoigard, sixty-six to one. No, I'm not. He keeps tempting me.
3: <laughs> I, got a name, um, I got a name for you. Sixty-six to one on uh, points bet. Uh, where is this going? Let me think about Billy Horschel. Oh goodness, dude, I kind of like it. Kind of like it.
2: Is Billy? He has been hitting the ball well lately. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now he's not on. That's not on point. You're talking about Fanduel points bet. He's
1: forty to one. Oh, now. whatever, whatever. Uh, unless this is wrong. Hang on. Gary Wood? No, Billy Horschel. Uh, no, this says points bet. Maybe I need a refresh. Did he? Did he shorten? Did somebody pound him? Did they hear me talking about him and now, now he's dropped?
3: I'm just kidding. Herschel. Billy Herschel just, does feel
2: like a guy that like can be completely just off the radar and all of a sudden win. Dang, he got
1: pounded on points bet. He was
2: 66-1 to one like two hours yeah. ago. Well, you He's, still get him, I think, on other books around 60.
1: Yeah, 60 on FanDuel and MGM. I, I just think for a guy whose win equity is that high, five-time winner on tour, won the Memorial, won the tour championship one time, won the BMW playoff event, won the BMW Wentworth in, in the UK on the DP world tour a couple of years ago, like Ryder cupper, major contender. Like the guy, the guy knows how to close out a tournament. And if he starts, if he starts finding it a little bit, you know, and this is on a course that he has done exceptionally well, has good vibes. He needs a really, really, really good finish. I mean, I think he's like one eighteenth in the FedEx cup standings or something like he, he's got to win if he wants to make the playoffs and he's kind of, as much as we want to kind of hate on Billy for some of his stuff that he says and his stuff on Twitter and he's a Gator fan, I do feel like Billy's a highly competitive, like prideful guy in the sense that if if I got to, if he's like I got to go and win this tournament to make the the you know to make the playoffs, like he's gonna find a little bit of extra and he's gonna he's gonna battle it out to the end, whether that's whether the end for him is on Friday, Saturday, or Sunday. So I, I just kind of trust that it's 60 to one. That's kind of nice in a field like
3: this. Yeah, I don't, I mean, I don't mind it. Okay. It's
2: all I got for this range. Yeah. And then I'm kind of, I'm kind of heavy in the, in the next range. And then a uh, few bombs, a couple bombs.
1: bombs. Um, all right. Let's get into the, uh, let's get them triple digit though. Huh? Before we do check out front nine coffee.com front, the number nine coffee.com. That is our Numero Uno coffee provider has been now for almost two years. Great small business started right here in Augusta, Georgia, for people who love coffee and love golf. They also uh, love the tour junkies. So, promo code TJ10 gets you 10% off every single order. You can use it over and over again. That's promo code TJ10front9coffee.com. You can order it um, whole bean, you can order it ground, you can get K cups. They're working on a lot of new things as well as some cold brew now available in Augusta. I'm excited about that. Uh, but check it out. They'll, they'll roast it fresh when you order and ship it to your door in just a couple days anywhere in the U.S. So uh, if you've not tried it, go to front 9 promo code TJ10, and support the tour junkies and our friends at Front9. All right, next range. What do you like? Who do you like? Where are we going? What are we doing?
2: Well, I think there's a couple we can land on almost immediately, and Adam Shank is one of them yep. at 881. one. Um, just love how he's been playing lately. He's been right on the just the cusp of winning so eighty to one Adam Shec I'm surprised that's not I got a little bit shorter. I know. bet it will um go ahead, you sound like you're about to say something No, no, I completely agree okay, okay. um you know, I'm liking Nick Hardy this week at ninety to one i, I think Nick Hardy's a sneaky sneaky good play this week um been, been playing better recently. why do you um, you
1: always say sneaky? you notice that you say sneaky a lot i don't know because I, I think what makes like, them sneaky people aren't talking about them really how do you know
2: I, I i just personally don't think they are you don't think they are yeah that's my guess i don't listen to a lot of stuff but i'm just my guess and nick hardy hasn't been like you know on you know i haven't seen him on a lot of betting cards i haven't looked at any betting cards today mm. But he had a th- or 13th at the 3M last week, a T-21 at the John Deere. I like I like Nick Hardy this week. Okay. Missed a cut last year here. Um, who else is in this range? Ben Griffin. Yeah, I kind of like the a- Ben. Ben Griffin played well here last year. I think you can get him around. I've seen him at 110
1: to 1. Maybe that got a little bit shorter. Uh, I think um, he's shortened up. Yeah, he's actually shortened up considerably. A lot of money's come in on Ben Griffin. We talked about him this morning on the First Look Show. Uh, got him at that 100 plus number. Then a couple hours ago, he was 90 to one on FanDuel was the best number, and now his best available number is 75 to one on FanDuel. Oh wow! Now I could have sworn I saw him at like 110 to one. Can you can you place a bet legally in North Carolina yet? I don't think you can, huh? No, I don't think it's there yet. I think it's the beginning of 2024. Because he's a Tar Heel. Yeah. Uh, but maybe all of his maybe all his tar heel friends are finding ways to throw down some bets. I mean he is he is starting to play better after kind of slumping a little bit in the middle of the season. I I could definitely see see the value at ninety. Um, seventy five starts to get a little iffy, but I don't I don't hate it. I don't hate it. Okay. I like, I definitely agree on Shink. Um, Brendan Todd is a huge, huge value to me. You talk about a multiple PJ tour winner. Mm-hmm. Guy, almost one John Deere. Probably oh my God, he shortened a lot. Holy moly. These guys are freaking dive bombing. We talked about Todd again this morning at 120 130 to one. A couple hours ago, he was 100 to one. That's what I wrote down. He was 100 to one on FanDuel literally three hours ago. He is now 46 to one on FanDuel. The best number you can get on him is 55 on MGM. Okay, well maybe I need to refresh because I still see him at eighty to one on DK. Uh,
2: DK forty five to one. Yeah, there's a lot. Okay.
1: Wow, a lot of money coming in on the Todd Father. Hmm. God, I don't know about that one, huh? Now I need to. Now I feel like I need to check these other guys before I say something. Yeah, he's shortened too. Jeez. Uh, he's. I mean, is Streelman at eighty to one kind of interesting? Like hey, he's been peaking, huh? I guess. Did, did, is it can he win? Um, he might be one that we're like, uh eh, he might be done winning. I know he's won before, but he might be done. Do you know who?
2: He, I'm gonna. T- I'm testing you again. Great. Although this person's won, so you can't say he hasn't won. Okay. But you can't stand him. Do you know where I'm going? No. He won the tournament that we shall not
1: name. Oh, Gary Garrick Kiggo. Gary Garrick Kiggo. I, I, I actually, now I actually looked at him um, because he has been hitting it very, very well. Yeah. I don't think I, so I don't hate it, but I don't think I would, I, I didn't get there. I don't love him on a less than driver situation. I think he's, I think he's kind of a weapon with the driver. I don't love that. I mean, Henderson's in won here and didn't, didn't even bring a driver to the tournament. Yeah. Um, Kistler's bringing up Nicholas Lindheim, which cracks me up. Nicholas Lindheim, who was on the PGA tour when we were doing podcasts and was absolute hot garbage, but that was a few years ago. And, you know, guys can, like we've seen level it up, right? You know, guys can level mm-hmm. it up. He apparently's leveled it up. He just won on the corn Ferry tour. He's got a bunch of top tens recently and he's doing his, he's doing his thing. And I noticed in the outright markets, It's shocking how short he is. He is 55-1 to on DraftKings and Points Bet. 66 on MGM is the best number you can get on Nicholas Lindheim right now.
2: Yeah, okay. Was he really that
1: old? Like, we we were talking about him back in the day. Yep. Um, I mean, dude, he played this tournament in like 2018, 2019. His earliest PGA Tour Mm -hmm. events, he had full status in 2016. 17. So that was the the year after the first full season we were doing podcasts. I guess I'm actually the second full season. I have noticed him up on, you know, up on the boards. So. Oh, he's been crushing. He did well in Savannah right there where you are. Um, yeah. I mean, he's been playing great. He's just Nicholas Lindheim. Like I don't at a hundred to one, like he was this morning. I was like, okay, cool. But. Fifty-five? No way. Mm-mm. Kistler said he's thirty-eight years old. Nicholas Linheim's thirty-eight years old? That's not happening. He's not. That's not happening. He's not. He's not winning this this week. By I the way, I can't say that. I say he's not winning it this week. By the way, you know what's going to happen now is fucking Bo Haasler is going to win because I went on that long rant. Oh, and then I can't. You brought wait. up Bo, Bo's going to win. I cannot wait. Um, I'm putting Hauser on the card, by the way, just by the
2: pure—he's got to be because if he wins, I, I, it will be good content.
1: I like yeah. for the only reason I like him is because I think I think he's kind of got a little bit of a dog in him. He hadn't been on tour long enough for us to see it, but he's had some big finishes in big tournaments, and he can put the lights out. Justin Suh is a hundred mm-hmm. to one on FanDuel. I just—I'm interested in that. Uh, and then a guy kind of throw in the same category, just kind of the form is everywhere. It seems like he's really hot or really cold. But Davis Riley at a hundred to one on MGM is the last one in this range that I, I definitely took a have taken a good long peek at. Iron play has still been pretty solid. Um, maybe he can just only hit irons off the tee, and that that could be nice. But those two are interesting.
2: Okay, I think. Um... Pretty much for me, I am. I gotta admit, I'm kind of looking at Alex Noren, although he's shortened up considerably. He Noren's was at 90, well, he was at 90 to 1 when I was looking at it earlier today. And now he's at 71, is the best I see him. Dude, these um, numbers are
1: tanking, it's crazy how these are shortening up. I haven't seen this in a while. That's why, um, that's why you gotta be in the Nut Hut, man. Got it, gotta get in the Nut Hut, do the first look show, yeah. So that's probably about it for me in this in this
2: range. Um, Any bombs? A like, couple bombs. Okay. I mean, look. Little David Lingmirth.
1: Did, did you have a song for
2: him last week, I heard? 250 to 1. I did. I forgot it, though, because when, whenever I sing it, I make it up. Uh-huh. So I don't even
1: know. Uh, even on Aaron, songs that have actual words that you have listened to a million times, when you sing it, you tend to just make it up. Like, literally every song I've ever heard you sing. Morgan Wallen. Yeah. Whatever you just still make, make up
2: some, <laughs> some, yeah. Aaron Baddeley 300 to Ooh. one. I, I think if you're gonna go bad, though, you look at like a top, yeah, 20 or something,
1: top 30. I like the better woo and dewoo, he's at 110 on FanDuel. Um, Justin Lauer at 220 to
3: me, mm hmm, 220 on FanDuel. Good putter, needs a
1: good week. I like it. Didn't he, uh, didn't he like make an eagle to make the cut or something? Yes, he did. That's awesome. That's some stones. Uh, all right, let's get to the top 20 six-pack and six-pack of locks and bombs. Two lock top 20s each. One bomb at four to one or longer each.
3: I'll start with Russell Henley.
1: You know, hmm. we talked about Siwoo versus Henley. I do feel like I agree with you. I think you you reminded me that, like, Siwoo in terms of closing it out, feels like a guy that could close it and get it done. But I do think that if you ask me whose floor is higher, it would be Russell Henley over Siwoo and I like the top 20 as a result. Plus 130. Okay. Uh, then I would go Denny McCarthy at plus 180. I just... I think Denny's going to continue to do Denny things now that he's back on the PGA Tour rotation. He's not overseas playing. I know he missed the cut over there. his plays place great. Feels like a very high floor top twenty situation at almost two to one. Okay. Um, all right. Well, I'll take
2: I'll take Siwoo. Siwoo plus one forty. And then um, I also like I like JT Poston. Now, I wrote down JT Poston at plus 200. Now I'm looking at it, and I don't. And Fandle is off the board, and the only one I've got is DK at plus 160. So I'm imagining that if Fandle is who had him at plus 200, that's where I got it from. But I wrote that down. I don't know what you're looking at. But um, Poston, to me, top 20, I, I'd love I love it. Even even if it's it is plus one sixty, I'll, I'll take it. So.
1: Yeah, I'm not seeing any finished position bets on FanDuel yet, but typically FanDuel has higher has better numbers for finished position bets yeah. than DraftKings. So whatever I,
2: say, I was, I mean, my eyes were not deceiving me. It was at plus two hundred. Yeah.
1: it's not there anymore. So that's actually a good thing to take note of uh, when we do these top twenties. The only ones really available in any regularity is DraftKings, and nine times nine weeks out of ten. Fandle's going to have better numbers once they finally post them than DK will in finished positions. All right, one bomb. I think they had them and they took them down, to be honest. I, I swear I was looking at two. Uh,
2: so I think they took them down. I've got, a, I've got a nuclear bomb
3: for you, Pat. I mean, nuclear. Nuclear bomb. Um, This guy has played this tournament 14 times, 14, 14. And he's only missed the cut four times, so that's good. He's likely to to make the cut.
1: Problem is the dude can't putt. Good news, he's gained at least a stroke putting in three of his last three events being the John Deere, the Barbasol, and the 3M, where he finished 20th.
2: I feel like this is, I know who this is.
1: He is also under the tutelage of one Scotty Ham, Scott Hamilton, our boy, shout out, Mm -hmm. who, if you looked at the stable of players who are under his tutelage at the moment, they're all doing pretty damn well, including last week, Brant Snedeker, who came out of literally nowhere. Okay, and that's who I thought you were thinking of. Nope. It's Jason Duffner at twelve
2: to one. Top twenty bomb for the
3: Duff
1: Daddy. Bucking okay. his head, rolling the rock. I mean, dude, okay, let let's just let's go on a trip, huh, shall we? Let's let's find let's find the last time let's look in recent years and see when the last time Jason Duffner's had three tournaments in a row where he's gained strokes putting one shot or more of all three tournaments. Well, it happened in January of, well, it happened in November of 2021 and into his first two events of January. However, two of those three events were also miscuts. So, I mean, you're talking eight rounds total, okay? Prior to that, the last
3: time it happened, January 2018.
1: I mean, so the putter's kind of doing something right now. We know he's going to hit a ton of fairways, or he should. Scotty Ham will have him hitting fairways. Irons have been solid lately. Tons of experience at the Wyndham. Duff Daddy, 12 to 1. Okay. 170th in the standing. That means he's got to get to, like, what, 125 or 120 or something? I I don't even know what that means anymore. Anyway, Jason Duffner. Okay.
2: Well, I'm going to go with a guy you mentioned earlier. I think you said 220-1 to to win outright, but I have him at plus 650 as a bomb top 20, Justin Lauer. Yep. I like Uh, coming off that T36 last week. um, Has had a top 10 in the last few tournaments that he's played. Uh, Needs a lot to finish out the season, so I'm going to go with Justin Lauer at plus 650.
1: Love it. Top 26 pack, Russell Henley. Denny McCarthy, Subu Kim, JT Poston, Jason Duffner, and Justin Lauer. That's it for the Tour Junkies betting show. Have a great week. Bend over your bookie. We'll be back next week for the first event of the playoffs. Pumped about that. Check out the links in the description for leaderboard, so bet, and front nine. And we'll see you.